Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson. Wife, mom blessed by adoption, Jesus freak, wonderluster, overcomer, encourager, and an intentional living coach for moms. If you've stumbled upon this podcast, you're likely a Christian mom who's seeking more peacefully productive days. And what does that mean when we put it together? Well, first and foremost, we're focused on the peace that surpasses understanding and the steadfast loving kindness that comes from our Father in heaven. Next, we're focused on being good stewards of all our gifts and resources that we have been given in this life. And next, we want to be productive members of our family and our home, as well as our community and the kingdom. So if that sounds like you, let's go dig into today's episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Hello, sisters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and boy, has it been a week. Has it been a couple of weeks? Goodness, it is the now third week of January in this new year of 2022, and I know for our family, it has been quite an adjustment to the new year. We've got a lot of things that we are pursuing. We have a lot of things on our calendar and my husband's shift just changed and has flipped our whole routine and schedule upside down. I truly do believe it is for the better. He's now getting to attend church and fellowship with our congregation, which is something that hasn't um, been afforded to him for a couple of years now. And I've been able to get a lot of things around the house organized that have been things on my to-do list for quite some time, but obviously not pressing priorities when it's, you know, a room over to the side that we don't use as often and things like that. But um, while I can see a lot of blessings and a lot of goodness, even in these last two weeks, I know this shift is going to be something that's good for our whole family. It's just a period and a process of learning what this new normal is going to be like for us. And so I want to encourage any of you who may be also struggling and thinking, oh my goodness, it's the third week of the year and I've not done all the things or I haven't made progress in this area of my life or that area of my life, that that's okay too. A lot of times we can find ourselves in seasons of adjustment, in seasons of learning, in seasons of resting, in seasons of growth, or in seasons of productivity. And there is a season for everything. And our lives are going to ebb and flow as circumstances around us change and as God is going through and weeding certain things out of our life. And so, In all circumstances, I want to encourage you to give yourself grace, no matter where it is that you're standing right now. And um, if you're needing some help in that area and help of giving yourself grace or in help of finding peace, regardless of your circumstances, um, don't hesitate to reach out. That's exactly what I do. But jumping into today's episode, something I want to talk about is life standards. And it's kind of a, a, broad subject, but I want to encourage you to dig into what those are for you. 
every individual and every family is going to have different life standards. But essentially, what they are is the norm. It's going to be used as your normal or average, right? It's something that we can kind of establish and then keep going from there. And in terms of life standards, I like to have some set that can help me show up as my best self, kind of regardless of what's going on. And my life standards are a great thing to measure up against to help me not let others dictate or control my life and to not let shiny object syndrome come into play. I've established things in my life and in my family that are our non-negotiables. They are things that regardless of situation or circumstance, regardless of what a day or a week or a month looks like, that we know we have these certain measures in place and kind of a basis that can help us feel like we have things under control. And so I want to dig into a couple of these things and encourage you to ask yourself, what are your life standards? What are your non-negotiables in life that you know, if you can make sure these things happen, all is well? So before we dig in, here's the list. Routines and schedules, such as bedtime routines or morning routines, the bare minimums, also known as the queen bee rolls, sticking to the plan because you have first made the plan, and then your nights, whether that's family nights, date nights, or personal nights. Here we go. Perhaps one of the most identifiable life standards for many moms with little kids at home is going to be a bedtime routine. Kids thrive off of a bedtime routine. It's a process where they know it's time to brush their teeth and get their pajamas on, crawl into bed, read a book, have a prayer, and turn out the lights. And then it's bedtime. It's something that gets their whole mind, body, and soul on board. And no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, what circumstance, a lot of times you're encouraged anyway to have a bedtime routine that can go with you. Whether you're on vacation in a hotel, whether you're staying with friends, whether you're living in your home or like us, sometimes a different place for the summer because of Airbnb. The bedtime routine stays the same. That is a life standard that my son has grown to see as the norm. He's accustomed to that. And if he doesn't have his bedtime routine, chances are he's not going to go to sleep. And that is one example of a life standard. And I want to encourage you to look at other areas of where you might be able to implement life standards similar to this in your own life. Do you have your own bedtime routine? Do you have a schedule for your bedtime? Like I'm going to be in bed at such and such time and wake up at a certain time, at least a majority of the days of the week. You know, I'm a big fan of allowing yourself to sleep in a few days of the week when you have the opportunity. 
but also things like morning routines. Do you have a morning routine in place that you know if you get up and you follow this morning routine, no matter where you're at and what the circumstance is, that you're setting yourself up for success for the day? For some people, it might look like get up, start the coffee, go to the bathroom, and drink your cup of coffee over a chapter of the Bible. Or maybe it looks like jumping out of bed last minute with five minutes ready to throw clothes on and get out the door for work. I used to live that morning routine. And let me tell you, life was chaos with that as my routine. I try my best to stick to the former, um, getting up and spending time in the word with the Lord, but it doesn't always happen. You know, I'm not perfect. I am human, but I know when I abide by this life standard I've established for myself, my whole day and my whole life flows a lot smoother. Another life standard that I want to encourage you to do is to think about the what my coach calls the queen bee roles. These are things that we're talking about with my coach in relation to business, right? Things that I can do each day in my business that I know if I do nothing more than that, I'm still moving the needle. I'm still making an impact and doing essentially the bare minimum in my business. And I want to ask if you have any queen bee roles in your life. What are the things that you know you need to do every single day, or at least a majority of the days of the week to show up as your best self, to be a good steward of the gifts you've been given, to be a good steward of your home, to be a good wife, to be a good mother, to be a good friend or a good member of your community, to make kingdom impact if you're to that point. What are those bare minimums? And I encourage you, four is my number. So I say keep it to four or less. If you could narrow it down to four things you needed to do every single day to show up as your best self and be a good steward of the resources you've been given, what would those four things be? Write them down. Make a list of all the things that it could be, and then sit with the Lord in prayer and narrow it down. Because living off of those life standards and knowing if I just accomplished one, two, three, and four each day, all is well. I'm taking care of my home. I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my family. Another area of life standards that I have, and it's something new this year, honestly, that's really just clicked with me, is sticking to the plan. I was very intentional about making a plan for multiple areas of my life in 2022 in order to find success and do what I know I need to do and reach the goals, the big lavish goals that I have for myself and my family, I needed to make a plan so that it was so easy each and every day that in all circumstances, whenever anything comes up, I can just remind myself, stick to the plan. Regardless if it's in terms of my food goals, my finance goals, my house care goals, my business goals, I know 
it comes down to something as easy as stick to the plan because I made the plan and I know the plan, I can stick to the plan. So I encourage you to make a plan so it's so easy for you to just stick to it. And if you're struggling in this area, if you're like, oh, I don't even know how to make a plan, girl, reach out. That is what I do. <laughs> that is my specialty, right? And then a couple other things that I want to encourage for these life standards is establishing a bigger picture routine in terms of personal, family, and spouse. Because I think for us as mothers, especially mothers with multiple passions and little ones in the home, you want to make sure your family is remaining a priority. And I'm not talking about you know, all the little things that go on throughout the day, although the little things can oftentimes prove to be the most important. I have found that having a day of the week each week that is set aside for family time, for quality family time with all members of the family present has proven to be very, very fruitful. In addition to family time, date night, with my husband, just me and my husband is so incredibly important. I see so many moms who get older as empty nesters and um, end up losing essentially the relationship with their husband. They don't even know who each other are. They don't know what interests that they would like to share in together because they've neglected to be intentional about that relationship. And date nights are extremely, extremely important to myself and my husband. We knew in coming into parenthood that this could have proven to be a concern. He goes to work 40 hours a week plus a commute, oftentimes significantly more. He has a lot of overtime opportunities. And I have my own passions in business that I'm pursuing as well. Together, we pour into and are pursuing an Airbnb business for the last few years. And together, we're trying to parent our child. And we're in the adoption process again, growing our family. And I could definitely see over the course of many years, our relationship together, the basis of our marriage and why we fell in love in the first place and the things that we enjoy to do together falling away. Sure, we do include our kid in a lot of that. Um, we love movies and we love TV time. And so we include, he's been to the movies a lot for a little kid. I was just looking past old family photos and fat old photos. Yeah. The last two years, two and a half years. Um, and it's just been incredible to see a lot of the times that we've, we've enjoyed together as a family, but, um, dedicating a night of the week that is for your entire family to sit and do something quality time and have conversations as a family together uninterrupted and not distracted a night every week. Even if it's a night in with just your spouse, after the kids go to bed, being intentional, we're not going to be scrolling TikTok or Facebook on our phones. We might not even turn a movie on. We're just going to sit and talk or play a board game or read scripture together, a date night with your spouse to maintain that intimacy in your relationship is really, really great. Um, my husband and I, we love to do date nights out where we'll get a babysitter and we'll go watch a movie or have dinner or go go-karting or other things that are easier to do without a child in tow so we can have a little bit more intimacy together. 
I think it's a really fun idea to even do every other. He plans one, I plan one. He plans one, I plan one. And once about every six months or so, um, whenever my parents are around, typically, we like to get out and do an overnight of just the two of us. And to some people that might sound crazy or um, a lot. I know a friend who has never had a single night alone from her first child other than the night she gave birth to her second child. I'm not judging and I'm not saying that's bad. If that's what works for her and her husband and keeping the intimacy in their relationship, then okay. I know for myself and my husband, we need our time together. We need our quality time with just the two of us. And then the last area of non-negotiables is personal time. I want to encourage you, especially as a mom, that there are times you need to have personal time, even if it's just to sit there in your own thoughts, to journal, to read scripture, to pray. Maybe it's time that you're going to do a breathwork session or some stretching. Maybe you're going to paint your nails for once because you haven't been able to paint your nails in the last six months. Maybe it's to just soak in the bathtub and when you get out, do your hair or makeup. Maybe it's something more intense like what I just did recently and getting away for a night alone. I took myself out to dinner. I spent time in the word. I prayed. I planned. It was a really, really wonderful and fruitful time. Maybe it's painting because painting is your joy and your passion. Maybe it's actually finishing that book that you started six months ago and just haven't had a chance to finish. Maybe it's just watching a chick flick all by yourself. Who knows? You know, and if you don't know, you should know. The Life and Goals Planner has a really powerful section, section two, self-care mindset and soul care that helps you dig into things. There are pages like um, the self-care brain dump and there's some self-care like deep work questions like what is self-care to you? What matters to you? What fills you up? How do you recharge your batteries and what things are you maybe doing in your life that are not? recharging your batteries, but in your mind, they should be, or like they're what the world says, oh, this is self-care, but really isn't helping you. Think about those things and sit in your own thoughts and your own feelings. Give yourself space, whether that's just for you to work on your business or your hobbies or your passions, or just to be alone. Consider all of these things that we've talked about in terms of life standards and ask yourself, what are yours? Pray, what are yours? How do you show up regularly for your family and your community as your best self, as a person filled with the fruit of the spirit and sharing your love and light with the world? Sit down and write some of these things out as your life standards. What are they to you? And I would love to hear after you spend some time in this. Join us in the Intentional Abundance community and share what your life standards are. Ask questions if you have any struggles in terms of 
what should my life standards be? There are women in there who are able to ask good and powerful questions, to encourage and inspire, and I'm excited to hear what you ladies come up with in terms of your life standards. In conclusion, I encourage you to think of some of the most basic and simple things that you can establish in your life to be the norm for you and your family to operate from. Make them your life standards and then work to just stick with the plan. Living a simple and peace-filled life, doing the least you can with the greatest impact is the surest way to abundant, fruitful living.